Let's get into a conversation talking about the wealth gap and how it stands here in Canada. It's not good news. The wealth gap between rich and poor is widening at a fast pace on record in Canada. So what is really going on? Our guest is a professor in the Department of Economics at Dalhousie University, Dr. Lars Osberg. Dr. Osberg, thanks so much for making the time for the show. Really appreciate it. Glad to chat. So let's talk a little bit about what the wealth gap really is. Let's define what that means. Uh, Well, the typical way that uh, economists think of it is to calculate people's net worth. That is to say, to add up the value of all your assets and subtract the value of all your debt. And the difference is is your net worth. And that, of course, is very unequally uh, distributed in uh, the Canadian economy, much more unequal uh, than the wealth distribution. Uh, at, at the top, we, we have uh, billionaires. Uh, the, the Thompson and Weston families have uh, a net worth of like $54 billion. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around uh, a number with that many zeros on the end. Mm-hmm. But down at the bottom, uh, the bottom 40% of, of the population uh, have uh, under a thousand dollars, and right at the at the very uh, very bottom, uh, many people have uh, debts greater than their assets, and so they have negative net worth. So there's new research now, according to Stats Canada, that's suggesting that this gap then between the people that you're describing, between the rich and the poor in Canada, is widening at the fastest pace on record in the first quarter of this year. So what is going on? What's creating this disparity and this gap? Well, one thing we have to be conscious of is that the Statistics Canada data that you're you're talking about is is based on uh, survey data. So okay. it really un- understates uh, the, the wealthy uh, at, the, at the very top. Uh, the, the very wealthy are not likely to be ha- sampled in the survey, and they're even more unlikely to, to answer uh, a, a, a survey. Uh, so you you don't actually catch the wealth of the, of the multi-millionaires in those numbers. And, and at the very, very top of the income distribution, when the stock market has done so well uh, since, since the start of the pandemic, that's where the assets of most of the very wealthy are. And so the very, very wealthy who are not in the data that you're referring to have done even better than the survey data would indicate. Hmm. So it would suggest that there is actually even a wider gap than what we're really able to recognize. Uh, Well, it's certainly a wider gap than is the apparent in in those Statistics Canada numbers from the survey uh, that you were just citing. So with the numbers that we can look at, that we can analyze, what kind of pressures are are creating that gap? Is this to do with inflation only? Well, the the main way that most Canadians uh, accumulate wealth is uh, the first asset that most Canadians buy is a car Mm. uh, to get to work. The the second asset, if they can possibly do it, is to get into the housing market and, and buy a house. And historically, that's been the way that the middle class of Canada have accumulated wealth over their life cycle. You buy a house, you're in debt up to your eyeballs for the first few years, and then you pay it off gradually. And so by the time you get to retirement, you've got a place you can live in kind of rent-free. You still have to pay maintenance and taxes, but basically your living costs are very much lower. So the main way that most Canadians... Uh, have always acquired wealth is by getting into the housing market and and, uh, buying a home and and paying it off. 
that's become increasingly difficult mm-hmm. uh, as the entry into the housing market has become much, much more difficult to achieve. So for those Canadians that you're describing, and we've talked about that a lot on this show, trying to get into the housing market and finding that they're just simply priced out of it, is is that meaning that they're just going to be part of the, the lower end of this wealth gap forever? How can they accumulate wealth? Well, there always were than 25, 30% of the Canadian population that, that never did get into the, the housing market. That even in their 40s and their 50s, they were still renting uh, and, and basically had hardly any assets uh, and, and also hardly any liabilities because very often the lenders won't lend to you if they, they can't get any, get any uh, security to, to, to lend on. Mm. Uh, so so it, it's it's really the middle class that have been affected um, by the, the surge in housing prices. Now, of course, if you're owning a house and looking at the increase in its value, then the surge in housing prices is good news. If you're wanting to buy, the surge in housing prices is very bad news. Do you anticipate that uh, there's some optimism on the horizon in terms of closing this this gap? It doesn't seem that it's going to be happening um, very soon, uh, but is there some hope in the future? We always look for hope, in it, and it's a good thing to, to, to try to be optimistic about the future. But the big worry uh, right at the moment is, is what happens uh, to the economy when you jack up interest rates by like five percentage mm-hmm. points in such a short period of time. It's kind of unprecedented to, to see this surge in interest rates. And the historic implication of a surge in interest rates like that is that when people's mortgages uh, come up for renewal, the payments go up, so they have to consume less. So the, the economy goes into recession. When economies go into recession, people can't afford to buy housing. So suddenly those houses start to diminish in value instead of increase. So the big uncertainty right at the moment is recession on the horizon. And so we've talked to different voices from uh, different economic backgrounds about a potential looming recession. What are your thoughts on the likelihood of that? Well, it, it's it's in there in the data, but it, it hasn't hit quite as fast as I actually expected it to. The, the job vacancy rate is down. The unemployment rate is, is trending up. Uh, wages are, are, are lagging inflation, so there's a, a constraint on, uh, on uh, aggregate demand out there. Uh, so I think we're heading into a recession. But, you know, in the aftermath of, of COVID, you know, Kind of all bets are off, really, because COVID-19 was a shock that came out of nowhere, was a huge, unprecedented and synchronized all around the world. And so it kind of threw off a a lot of the economic models that we rely on uh, to predict the future. Dr. Osberg, thank you so much for making the time this afternoon and sharing your perspective. It's been good chatting. Yeah, you too. That's Dr. Lars Osberg, professor in the Department of Economics at Dalhousie University, talking about the wealth gap between the rich and poor in our country uh, widening at a record pace.